Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Brew Podcast. Brad Mel, Matt Blanchard, Matt Ellis. Now, it's been a while since we've done one of these podcasts and quite a lot's happened since we've been back on. We've had the majority of the preseason, so all those games have come and gone. Uh, we've signed quite a lot of players, actually, and we're going to go through them, I think, individually, just have a little look at them, see sort of what they're bringing. And obviously, we've had the chance to have a little look at them so far as well. So it'll be useful to see, I guess, where we think the season's going to go now that we start in, what, it's about a week's time, isn't it? Not even that. So the season's going to get underway pretty soon. Let's just have a look at how the summer's been, I guess, in terms of Scunthorpe United. Uh, I think, actually, before we get on to players, I- I'd quite like to start with um, this addition for the coaching team, because... Sort of, if you think back, it came out of nowhere, really, didn't it? And Tony McMahon, obviously a former player for us, uh, has joined the coaching team. And I think from what I've seen, the games I've been to so far, it looks like he's having quite an impact, really. I mean, he's certainly very vocal in the in the warm-ups and, and actually throughout the game. So it, it doesn't look like he's just sort of been brought in for numbers or anything like that. I do think he, he could become quite a integral part of this coaching setup. Yeah, I think you're right. He's obviously played the game at a really high level uh, with Middlesbrough and... I think he's got some really good contacts as well. So I think that might come in handy um, in the future. He's obviously played a part in the O'Neill signing as well. Um, obviously working with him last year at Darlington. So I think it's yeah, it's a good move from the club. I think when he played, you know, you could tell he was a leader and kind of um, put his all into every match. And I think, you know, I think that's going to come across in his coaching as well. I don't think he's going to accept anything less than 100% from the players. And I think given last year and, and kind of what happened and, um, you know, you could argue certain players weren't given their all for the shirt. I think this year, um, looking at it so far, looking at pre-season, um, we're definitely seeing that. And I think he's going to be one to kind of uphold those standards. Um, so, yeah, I think it's it's a good move. Um, you know, I think, I think obviously, um, it was a shame to lose Russ, given um, you know, the, the scrapping of the under-23 setup. But I think it's... it's quite a wise move actually to, to get McMahon in as, you, as you've said there I think he's been very vocal on the sidelines and he's kind of getting stuck in and um, yeah I think he's, he's only going to help Cox and, and Lillis as well and it's just another voice there um, another experienced voice that hopefully the players will kind of kind of respect because of what he's done in the game You mentioned um, Russ there and actually that's something I've not necessarily thought about really so I'll put this one to you if you think back to when the 23s were scrapped it was said that it was shelved wasn't it I think that's what was said in the in the statement so we're probably a couple of seasons away from it anyway but do you think this is potentially like a long-term prospect he's somebody that they'd quite like to take over that setup I mean you mentioned himself he was doing the similar job at Darlington wasn't he? Yeah I mean you don't know really Um, obviously Swan did say it had just been shelved and it was kind of temporary until um, you know, we got to, through the other side of the pandemic and, and they kind of, um, I don't know, I suppose, financially looked whether it was viable or not. Um, but yeah, potentially, and, and you look at it, you know, he's, he's obviously making his way in the coaching game. Um, but yeah, you, you'd think he's got all the attributes um, to kind of, to kind of have a successful career in, in coaching and, and who knows, you know, I'm, I'm sure he's got aspirations of not just being a, a coach. I'm sure he, he wants to go into management at some point and 
Um, you know, I think I think he's got the experience and he's played under some good managers in his time. So um, yeah, I think it, it was a good move, really. Um, obviously, we we did kind of when when Russ went, um, yeah, it was it was you know, quite sad. Obviously, being with the club for for a long time, but I think it's nice that we've got McMahon in. Obviously knows the club and I think he's he's obviously one that Swan respects as well, you know, from his from his time here as a player. Um and yeah, I think I think it's it's a it's a good move all round. But um yeah, it'd be interesting to see kind of what happens moving forward. Um obviously yeah, we've got the list there as well. So um yeah I think the three of them and obviously Muzzy as well probably work quite closely um just on, on the first team at the moment. But I think there will be kind of reserve games behind closed doors games that that need to be put on for fitness for fitness reasons and things like that and um, you probably expect McMahon to, to have a big part and, and a say in that um, moving forward so yeah um, be interesting to see what happens there Yeah I think it, it looks like a good appointment and I think you know he, the main thing is he looks quite fit actually so you know he's going to have to get his boost at some point in the season <laughs> so there is that as well He could still do it I think he could <laughs> I'm sure he could I'm sure he could it wasn't that long since he was playing was it so um, you know we'll have to see but you know it looks like a, a on the face of it it looks like a good a good sign and, and uh, you know he's got a wealth of experience hasn't he so um, it can only be good for the players yeah the, the other um, kind of coaching addition as well was Dale Tong into the academy setup as well in, in the summer and you look at his CV and he's obviously um, been assistant manager at Barnsley and then then he's gone up to Hearts as well with, with Stendhal who was at Barnsley um, and on paper you know that, that looks another good appointment really um, for the academy because obviously he's, he's had experience at, at League One he was promoted um as assistant manager at Barnsley from League One, so to get him in the the setup um, with the academy, I think that can only be a good thing as well. I think he's he's very well regarded. Um, so yeah, I think off the field, in terms of kind of um, coaching appointments, I think the the club's got it spot on really this summer. So I think you know there's there's things um, you know positive things um, happening in in that regard. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting, obviously moving forward to see um, how it all kind of how they all kind of work and, and how it fits in. But I think, yeah, definitely um, moving forward in, in that regard, really, because obviously we had some, um, especially with the academy, um, I think the, the guy had, um, had left and, and there was a gap to fill there. So the Tom comes in and fills that nicely. And I think looking at the players already this summer, really, that have, that have been given the chance and an opportunity um, and kind of making that step up from the youth team, I think that's going to be even more important as, as we go through the next couple of seasons. So, um, you know, the, the better coaches and the more experienced coaches that, that we've got in those positions, the better. Well, you mentioned those players. And before we look at the signings, we might as well start with those that are from the academy, really. Because I think, as you mentioned, there's been such an emphasis last couple of seasons that it's going to be on youth. Again, it's going to be the way this season really, isn't it? Uh, but you mentioned there that, you know, we've got players coming through already, Strong setup behind the scenes is only going to help that. Um, we've seen it this season, well, pre-season with uh, Gallimore, and I think to more an extent uh, with Cam Wilson as well. Which I think I think a few people are, are touting him as being a potential starter for Swindon, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, I've seen that. I've seen a few people uh, suggesting that it would be, um, you know, would be would be quite a good selection on on that right hand side. And I think um, you know from what I've seen of him so far. Uh, albeit, you know, I've not seen a great deal of the pre-season games from from the games I have seen. I think he's really positive when he gets the ball, and he's going to take people on and try and create things. And I think, you know, last season we we didn't really create much um, in a you know attacking point of view. So I think anyone that kind of gets the ball and, and he's not afraid to try and make things happen, he's, he's going to be a good thing. Um, you know, obviously only a young lad and and not 
not played at all. You know, it's a breakthrough year, but I think the, the signs are really positive. Um, and, you know, I think he's definitely going to be on the bench. If not, if he doesn't start, he's, he's definitely going to be on the bench. And he's one that, you know, if you, you need a goal, um, it looks as though he might be able to make things happen. So I think that's that's positive. And I think there's there's obviously a couple of the other young lads as well that have, that have played um, played a little part. Obviously, Jessup got thrown in at the back end of last season and, and did OK. Obviously, um, the Lincoln game the other night, I think he had a couple of decent chances, really, and, and made a nuisance of himself. So I think there's... There's players that are coming through that, that could potentially do a job um, when they're called upon. But I think the key thing is, again, like you know, we've got to kind of make sure it's not a team full of kids and, and they're kind of um, dropped in around some of the older heads. And I think we're in a bit better position to do that at the start of this season than we were at the start of last season. Um, but again, I know we'll probably come on to it a little bit later. I think we are looking a little bit short in a few areas and you know, any kind of injuries to those experienced players and then, then we're potentially struggling again. So, yeah, I think there's been some really positive performances from some of the young lads um, pre-season um, and we'll see. We'll see if they kick on. But I think, yeah, he's definitely one um, to watch and I think, yeah, he, he could be an exciting player. Well, let's look at these players then that we brought in because, you know, as we mentioned time and time again, we've got it wrong in the summer. We've certainly been signing, you know, quite a vast amount of people over the last month. Um, I think since we spoke to, when we spoke to Jem Karajan, which I think was start of July, you know, there wasn't really anybody in at that point. Well, we've got eight here on this list that have come in since then. Um, so maybe we'll go through them individually, just spend a couple of minutes on each and see sort of what we think and if we've seen anything of them previously or what we've seen pre-season. Uh, should we start with Alex Kenyon? Because he was the first one that came in, wasn't he? So midfielder from Morecambe, uh, one-year deal. So as you guys well aware... My knowledge of the league extends to Scunthorpe and that's about it. Uh, beyond that, I don't really know an awful lot about the players, so you guys can fill me in on, on all of these people, I guess. Uh, so what about Kenyon? Um, yeah, I think he's a bit of a kicker, isn't he? Um, which is if it's what we're not of the ball of other players. Um, so, you know, I think it, he's he's that kind of, he's a bit of bit, bit of meat in centre midfield, a bit of um, bit of steel, if you like, I think. Um, hopefully that's what he is um, that's what he's been built at um, and that's exactly what we needed I think in centre mid um, obviously Spencer's left because um, he didn't do his homework so um, I think that you know Kenyon alongside Beeston is, is a is a you know a pretty tasty um, midfield pairing for League 2 I think you know we've We've seen obviously Beeston had a, a decent season last season, didn't he? And I think, um, you know, I can imagine that again, he'll be one of our, if we're going to do, you know, I don't know, you know, win a couple of games this season, he's probably going to be one of our best players. Um, he's so had a good preseason. Yeah, exactly. So I think that Ken, you know, kind of give gives Beeston that little bit of license to go forward. And Beeston's got a goal in him, and we're going to really, we really are going to need that from central midfield this season um, because of, you know, obviously the loss of our kind of creative attacking players. Um, one of my concerns is is where we're going to score or who's going to bring the goals or um, kind of assist on the goals. But in terms of the central midfield and, and Kenyon, it looks like a um, a good signing, to be honest. I think, um, you know, the club could be quite pleased with that one. And I think it's it's just what we needed, to be quite honest. So hopefully he'll, um, well, hopefully he won't get injured. Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be fine. I think if you look at um, sort of the past seven or eight years, he's been at Markham. Um, they've always kept the kind of head above water. I know they had a really good season last year and, and, and you know, promoted. And uh, but you know, prior to that, they were kind of always down the bottom end of the league too. But they always kind of did enough just to just to kind of survive. 
Um, and I think he's been a key part of that, really. And I think, you know, he's going to give 100% every week. Um, he's going to get stuck in. And I think he's, he's a little bit in the mould of Stephen Dawson, not doing anything particularly special um, with the ball. But I think he's going to keep it moving, play the easy pass and he gets stuck in when he needs to. And I think that's what, as, as you said, Matt, there, I think we've definitely been missing that, especially last season. I know Karajan came in and, and offered that and kind of bite in midfield. But I think with, with Kenyon, you're going to get that. And as you say, I think it, it does give uh, Beast in the licence to get forward. And and again, um, you know, we know he can score goals. And I think the further forward you can get him on the pitch, he's already showed it in pre-season. He, he's chipped in with a couple and he's, he's quite, you know, he's looking to play that through ball and, and that killer ball. And I think we need to get him in those um, sort of more um, attacking areas, if you like. Um, so I think, yeah, Kenyon will give him the, the licence to do that. Um, so yeah, I think overall um, solid signing. Really, I think for where we're we're going to be, um, I still think it's you know okay. We've we made some decent signings on paper, but I still think it's it's still going to be a struggle. I think it's still going to be a long season, um, and I think he should you know he's got all the characters and attributes you'd want um, if you were down at the bottom, um, you know, fighting for for survival. And I still, although um, you know the first eleven potentially could could probably beat anyone in, in the league on the day if, if we found a couple of goals and maybe a goal scorer to compliment Loft. Um you still I, I still I'm still a bit concerned really. But I think yeah, he he's a good character and I think that's what we were missing um last season and and obviously season before that as well. So yeah, hopefully um you know you get off to a good start and as Matt says avoids injury because I know he had a little injury last season at Morecambe and, and struggled to get back in ahead of Songo and um, you know, he was a bit, a bit of a bit part player in in promotion. But you know, I think when he was asked, when it, when he was called upon, he, he obviously slotted in there and and did a job. And I think you know that that's probably what we can expect of him this season. Well, let's stay with Morecambe then for the second signing, uh, centre back, one year deal again, Harry Davis. I, from the games I've seen, I know he went off at Lincoln, didn't he? he went off with that uh, was it head injury, wasn't it? I think. Um, but I, I thought he he looks pretty solid actually at the back so far I mean I, I quite like the look of him and I think uh, from the certainly from the games I've seen he's been given the captain's armband as well hasn't he potentially so they're obviously thinking semi-highly of him at least yeah I think um, he obviously came through the crew uh, sort of academy and I think you can you can see that the way he wants to play he wants to kind of pass it out from the back and he, he's not just looking to launch it forward um, every opportunity um, I, I do think there's a mistake in him. I do think he might get caught out a couple of times. I think we saw that against Lincoln um, early on. I think uh, he got, got caught in possession. But I think overall, again, a um, bit like Kenyon, really, he's, he's been and done it um, in at this level, um, played a lot of games. And I think, you know, what you're going to get, you know, he, he's going he's gonna, to um, you know, try his best and, and kind of put a shift in. I think that's what, again, we need. You look at Taft and, and Manny, obviously Manny missed a lot of the season last season with injury and wasn't quite right for the, the whole season, really, let's be honest. And, um, you know, hopefully he's over those injury problems now, but um, there's always going to be a question mark over over his fitness until he can kind of put a run of games together. And I think with Taft as well, obviously came back from a serious injury um, relatively quickly last season. Hopefully there's, there's kind of no um, ill effects of that and, and he hits the ground running as well. But I think between the three, um, you know, that, that's not a bad um, three to pick from really. Um, so I think defensively, um, yeah, especially centre-back, um, 
all right, you've probably liked Fawn, you, you maybe like another one in on loan, but I think overall, um, if we start the season with those three, then then that's great, and I think that that's that's probably and the best we could have hoped for, really. So I think, yeah, I think he's going to be he's going to be fine. He's going to be solid. Um, looks like he can play a little bit as well. Um, so yeah. Do you think suitable replacements for Magai slash Badeau? Yeah, I mean, Badeau's an interesting one. Obviously, um, got quite a lot of his games, a lot of games under his belt now. Um, obviously, made the switch back to to Burnley to the under twenty three setup, and I think that will probably suit him. I think you do forget he's only a young lad still. Um, I think he's, he's still only 21, <clears throat> so you know I think I think that move will suit him. I think last season he, he had a few good games. He I think we were saying, uh, you know, on the podcast that um, he started to play relatively well. Obviously, still had a bit of a mistake in him, and, and towards the end of the season dropped off with with everyone else. But um, but yeah, I think you you know what you're going to get from Davis. I think obviously no nonsense. Um, he's he's going to head it. He's, he's going to kick it and. And he's going to put a tackle in. I think with, with Bedeau at times, he was a little bit erratic and, and you weren't sure what, what Bedeau was going to turn up. I think on his day, looked a really good player, looked like he could play a bit. Um, and then other times, he was he was absolutely hopeless. And, and I think, um, you know, you're probably going to get, with Davis, someone that, that's going to consistently give you something maybe six, seven out of ten, whereas with Bedeau could have been good or it could have been absolutely awful. So... I think that's what you're going to get. You're going to get a more consistent player, especially at this level. Um, and then with Magai, I think you know, I'll be honest. Out of all those, um, out of out of the the players we mentioned, I still think Magai is, is probably the best defender. Uh, but you know, with his injuries, um, we we probably didn't see. We, he didn't get a, a long kind of run at it, did he? It was, it was always niggling injuries, kind of that he had to contend with. And I think it was it was the right thing really for him to move on. Um, but I would say a fit Magai is probably the best defender out, out of those. Um, but again, you know, I think I think the ones we've got in the building um, are, are more than capable at this level. The next one actually is from, from what I've seen, what may be my pick of the ones so far. So Harry Bourne, obviously he was on trial since the start of preseason, wasn't he? And I think people identified him before he was officially announced. Um, there was obviously from York, his left winger, one year for him as well. Uh, it, I don't know. There was just a few moments in Lincoln that I just some moves that he did, some some sort of cross play, and I just thought actually this is he looks quite decent. And certainly when we had that mass exodus of all the players from last season, and we lost the majority of our flair players, I, I wonder if we might see a little bit of of that from him. I think I agree with you, Brad. He's, he looks like a really good sign, and I think that probably what we needed um, desperately after we lost um, Kev, Issa, um, Gilead as well, um, a little bit of. Bit of flair, bit of trickery, um, bit of craft, you know, and make something happen. And I think that <clears throat> he maybe lost his way a little bit after after the Berry episode. And obviously, he dropped out on Lonely, didn't he? Um, but you know, I think he's he's twenty eight, isn't he? So he's still, um, you know, a good age. He's, he's got a good amount of experience. Obviously, he's, he's played at Championship level for um, consistently for Huddersfield. So um, you know, it, it looks like a really really good signing. Um, and, and I think he's potential. You know, if he can keep injury free. To be one of our um, better players this season, um, and hopefully he'll be, be able to pro- provide some ammunition for Loft and whoever else is is playing up front. Because I think we kind of it's something we particularly lacked last season was the amount of crosses into the box, um, which is amazing, really considering that we had Loft there. Um, so <clears throat> hopefully um, you'll see you'll see a lot more of that. Um, but I think you know on paper it looks like a really good signing, and um, 
you know, as you said, he's impressed a little bit in friendless as well. So um, it'd, be, it'd be fun to watch. You know, everybody wants to see a player play like that, don't they? They don't want to just watch a, a bunch of cloggers, um, you know, play um, every week. So it's, it's nice to have a player like that in, in the squad. So, um, yeah, a really, really good signing. Yeah, I think he's he's sort of, for me, he's a little bit in the McSheffrey mould. I think he, he can deliver a good ball, um, you know, technically really good. And I think from what I've seen, um, you know, he's he's done really well in the friendlies. Um, so, yeah, I think you look at it and obviously he's had a couple of injury setbacks. I think Huddersfield, he, he was injured. Um, but, you know, he, he was a consistently good championship performer and he, he scored a lot of goals, well, a fair amount of goals in the championship. Um, obviously, Berry, you know, we, we know what happened there. And, and as Matt said, he's kind of lost his way a little bit. Um, done really well at York, and then and then the season's cut short up at York. Um, you know, when it, when he's flying really there and, and doing really well. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a little bit of a punt in in terms of um, whether he's going to be fit. Um, but I think he's played more minutes really than anyone during preseason. Certainly, you know, the, the games I've seen, he's He's played a lot of, looks sharp, and and as you say, Brad, I think he's got that quality. He could, he could unlock defenses, and I think that's probably what we've been missing. I think he's going to bring that creativity that that potentially we, we've lost with with Issa. Um So yeah, again, as long as you can stay injury free, I think it's a good signing, um, good experience, and again, another good character really. And I think he'll, he'll be kind of, kind of keen to show. Um, Still a good age at 28. I think he'd be he'd be keen to show that he can still perform at, at football league level. Because obviously, um, dropping out of the league, um, I'm sure that's not what he w- would have wanted to do. Um, and kind of dropping off the radar a little bit. So I'm sure he want to put that right. And um, from what I've seen, I think he's, he's going to be a good signing. And you know, hopefully, he can have a good season. Because I think you know, if we can get him firing and we can get some kind of ammunition for for Loft, um, you know, I think. I think that could be, um, you know, a, a good signing. I think you'd expect him to kind of weigh in with a few assists. I think he already has in pre-season. Um, he's just that little bit of quality, and, and maybe, um, you know, just just that, that experience to know, um, you know, the, the ball to pass, or you know, um, I think we've seen that already. So yeah, pleased with that one, really. Well, you mentioned um, partnering with Loft, and you know, we're talking about goals and things like that. I think the next one, so Tyron O'Neill, is the only one that we've brought in so far that is a, officially like a recognised centre-forward uh, from Borough under-23s, two-year deal for him. Um, I think when you're looking at this list and when you're looking at the, the team, I still think, as you've been saying, we are light on goals. And obviously, we know that was such a big problem last season. Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> um, he scored one in pre-season, Anthony, so um, took it quite well. Um, but he's another one who's you know, got a little bit of height to him. Um, so another one that will probably kind of benefit from balls in, in the air into the box. Um, and, and obviously we, you know, we, we needed another strike because we, we don't really have him. We don't know where um, your man, um, Tehran's gone, do we, Matt? And, and of course, we know what Jarvis is like. So, <clears throat> you know, it, it, it was good to bring another strike in. And I think he's obviously got good pedigree. I think, I think you know, we really, really need another one, to be quite honest. We can't go into the um, into the season, to be honest, with, with the strikers we have. I think we need another one to be added. But, you know, it's a step in the right direction. And um, he's obviously got something to prove, relatively young lad. Um, so um, we'll see how we get on. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, the word that springs to mind is is raw. I think he's, he's very raw. I think he's, you know, I think um, he's going to be a handful. Um, looks like he can hold the ball up a little bit. Um, so yeah, I think he's a bit of an unknown quantity, really. Obviously, McMahon's must have had a bit of an impact 
um, was was at Darlington with him last season. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens. I think he's he's one that he's going to need time, but I think if he's given a chance, um, he, he's probably going to improve. Um, and he's been at Borough, so you know he must have something about him. So it's it's an interesting one actually. Um, you know, he took his goal well, really well at the start of pre-season. Um, so he can obviously finish. Um, knows where the net is. So it'll be interesting, yeah, to see how he gets on. And I think Matt's right in terms of um, needing another striker. I think we've, we're a bit short. Obviously, Turan's not even in the squad numbers. Uh, so I think we can kind of um, take from that, that that he's going to be moving on sooner rather than later. Um, and Jarvis hasn't really played pre-season, has he? I think he's he's not really had many minutes. Um obviously one of those players that were either COVID or isolating. Um, so he's not really um, match fit. So I think you're looking at the first game of the season, O'Neill and Lofty are only two really to pick from. Um, and it, it probably looks as though those two will, will get the nod. But um, but yeah, we are sure. I think if, if you get an injury to Loft, um, you're looking at the others. I don't know. I mean, Jarvis might get a few, but again... Um, he didn't really pull up any trees last season. I think, um, yeah, we, it's an area we still need to kind of strengthen. And you'd hope, I mean, championship clubs probably looking at their squads now and, and looking at who they want to loan out and, and I guess League One as well. And, and you just hope we can get someone through the door who who can kind of complement what we've already got. Um, because, yeah, I, I just don't think we've got enough at the minute firepower-wise. I think we're going to be relying heavily on sort of Bourne and, um, you know, beasting. We've already mentioned beasting, chipping in with goals. I think you know we're going to end up relying quite heavily on them if we don't get um, you know another striker in the building. Yeah, I I agree with that. Matt. I think that um, you know when you're looking at the squad, I think that defense is, is looking okay. I think midfield barring, I think we probably need another winger to be quite honest. Is looking okay. We've got a little bit of quality in there, um, but I think that genuinely the, the biggest concern is is where are the goals going to come from? And I think that we might create a little bit. <clears throat> um, obviously, Bun's there, Beeston's there, um, but we still kind of are a little bit toothless up front um, to be quite honest, a little bit unproven. Um, and as you said, Jarvis is not fit. We, we desperately need to kind of. Still add to the attacking options of the club, and, and we're running out. Of, we're running out of time, aren't we? A little bit, and I think we're probably waiting on a couple of loans. I think Cox has probably spoken about it um, a few times, just saying that you know some some of the kind of championship clubs are still looking to hold on to the players they've got at the moment um, and not letting them out on loan. But I can imagine that that's where it's going to come from. Um, so we'll have to see. Right, let's go on to the next one then. And this was uh, the day that this was announced was to much delight in our group chat from Matt. So let's start with you, I think, shall we? So we've got a keeper in on loan, uh, Tom Bilston, season loan from Coventry to 23s. Uh, Matt, this is, of course, your topic, so you take it. Thank Christ. Um, and, and I'm just really pleased that the club has, has not made the, the same mistake for four seasons in a row um, by sticking with Rory Watson as number one. Um, obviously, we don't know a huge amount about um Bilson Dewey. Um, but I think that, you know, he, he kind of comes with a really good reputation. Um, I think quite a lot of Coventry fans were saying that, you know, um, he, they're expecting him to kind of be their next number one keeper in the next few years. Obviously, he needs some um, football league experience, because why he's come to us. Hopefully, he'll be all right. Obviously, he had a little bit of a shaky game against um, against Lincoln. But, um, you know, I think give him a little bit of chance. He's, he's still a young lad. Um, but the, he, you know he, he's, the lad's huge, isn't he? So um, you know he's obviously built to be a goalkeeper. And <clears throat> so let, let's see how he gets on. But I think that you know I'm, I'm glad that the club, or particularly Cox, I should think, has identified that we need another goalkeeper um, to compete with Watson, i.e., to play instead of Watson. So um, you know that, that that's that's good. I'm really pleased with that. Um, as you just said, Brad, 
Um, so let's see how it gets on. Um, but I, I, yeah, I'm generally relatively pleased with the way the, the defence is looking. It's it's looking quite solid and, and it's probably a little bit better now we've got a, a different keeper in. But, you know, again, we're only one injury away from, from disaster, aren't we? As we are with a lot of positions at the moment. So um, we'll have to see how we get on. But yeah, absolutely positive. We brought a goalkeeper in, which is is, is fantastic and, and somewhat of a miracle that's going to put United in pre-season. So, um, you know, really pleased with that. Yeah, it's going to be interesting sort of how he gets on. I know a lot of fans were, were hoping for an experienced keeper in there. Um, he's obviously the complete opposite of that. But I think he had a bit of a nervy game. Lincoln, he, he looked, I don't know, he looked like he was trying to rush things a little bit rather than kind of relaxing and taking his time. But then it sounds like he's had a really good game at Wimbledon and made some really good saves, um, which, you know, you'd expect him to do. He's a big lad and I think um, he should, should be a good shot stopper. So... Um, yeah, it's, um, I think it was it was obvious it was somewhere we were looking to strengthen, um, and I suppose it, again the question marks now um, over Watson. Obviously, if Bilson's coming in as number one, um, I think Watson made it pretty clear last season that he didn't want to sit on the bench for the entire season, and he thought he was good enough to play. So, can we kind of assume that he could be one that's that kind of um, shipped out before the start of the season or if not before the start of the season uh, obviously not much time between now and the start of the season but whether and um, before the window shuts Watson's one we we try and move on it's, it's going to be interesting I think it's going to come down to whether um, you know the, the player's going to be happy if, if Cox decides Bilton's the number one is Watson going to be happy sitting on the bench and I think yeah you know from what he said last season I don't think that's going to be the case so um so yeah, that's that's kind of one to watch. But I think he looks like he's going to be a decent keeper. Um, my only concern is there's, there's just no experience there. Obviously, um, Watson, the most experienced of the three, um, and then Collins. I think he's he's obviously had a little bit of game time in preseason, looked okay. Um, but again, if if one of those gets injured, um, as Matt says, we're kind of down to the bare bones again. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting because obviously we kind of took a punt on an, an inexperienced keeper in, um, oh, what was his name, Eastwood, and you know he was he was okay, but again that that didn't particularly work out well. So I just hope this one does. I think um, as Matt said, he's he's highly regarded. I think Robbins really really likes him. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see how he gets on. But I think on paper we needed to bring another keeper in, and, and it's it's good that we've managed to get on through the door. So the next one is Lewis Thompson, so from Blackburn under 23s, left back one year. So obviously O'Malley last season, a lot of praise from us and certainly one of the players of the season, definitely. Uh, I think Butroyd left, didn't he? So again, we were quite weak at left back. So I guess this was another role that needed filling. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Another young lad. Um, I think he's 21, isn't he? Um, <clears throat> again, another another player with pretty good pedigree. Um but we needed a little bit of competition there, and, and I think obviously didn't really work out for Butcher. I did it for whatever reason. He, he did kind of he, he looked promising when he when he kind of first came onto the scene, but um, he didn't really didn't really materialise happen for him, did it? So um, you know, but we we brought one in. We've obviously opted for for a bit of youth rather than experience on that left side because of course we had Brown there last season. Um, you know, not necessarily a bad thing because we do have some um, experience in in this kind of centre of, of defence, so it's not necessarily a problem. Um, so you know, you can expect him to compete with with O'Malley and um, hopefully, um, you know, he'll 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 keep him on his toes or they'll keep each other on their toes. Um, <clears throat> so you know, 
definitely a position that we needed to bring in the playing force. Obviously, that's been identified. And um, yeah, on, on the on the face of that one, it looks like another positive sign as well. Um, so yeah, good. So on the other side of the defence, another position that obviously desperately needed filling with Clark going was uh, right back. Uh, Ross Millen from Kilmarnock, two-year deal for him. But uh, I think I think he, he got an injury, didn't he, against Lincoln as well? I don't think we've heard an awful lot uh, about that in terms of how long it will be or anything. I don't know if it'd be that serious, really. But uh, yeah, what about him then? Ross Millen, right back. Um, <laughs> not as sure about this one. Um <clears throat> He did not come over um, into England with a hugely great reputation in, in terms of a lot of noise on Twitter um, when we signed him. But, you know, that's not always a good indicator of how good a player is going to be for your club, of course. Um, but he, he does have a bit of an injury record and shock horror. We sign a player with an injury record and he gets injured. Um, so there is that. Um, and again, we can't really afford to carry any passengers this season because the, the squad is is you know he's, he's a lot more streamlined um and you know again in, in quite a few positions we are an injury away from being in a bit of a mess um so um <clears throat> we'll, we'll have to see hopefully his, his injuries is, is not um particularly um serious so hopefully he'll, he'll be involved on saturday um but it's difficult saying it i mean obviously you know I, I, the amount of um scottish football i watch is is you know none <laughs> so i imagine you know, it'll I, pick up now though won't it yeah yeah well it will uh, you are quite right there because of course kev scored on his debut for motherwell didn't he so uh, i do actually follow motherwell now on twitter so there's <laughs> that so yeah no um yeah i might know a bit more about scottish football um but yeah so i don't don't know a huge huge amount about him but again it's it's um a position that we identified that we need to strengthen um and so you know hopefully he'll he'll, he'll, he'll do all right i think he he, he looks relatively you know he's got I think he's got good attributes I think it's, it's just you know can he keep fit and um, how will he adjust to the English game um <laughs> so um you know there is that and, and let's just hope we've not just replaced one permacrop with another one um but anyway you know ever the optimist but we'll have to see how we get on um I think he probably need a little bit of time to kind of assess whether or not he's, he's been a good signer because I, I genuinely don't know a whole lot about him um but hopefully he's, he's as I said fit for the game on, on Saturday so we might see him yeah, I mean, he's another one that's not really played that many minutes. Obviously, I think he was, he was one of the ones isolating. Um, and, you know, I know he only played sort of five, ten minutes the other night, but he, he was, you know, he was having a bit of a tough time, to be honest. I think Lincoln's winger um, had the beating of him on a couple of occasions before he, before he pulled up. But I think, um, you know, from from what I've read from sort of um, Kilmarnock fans and, and just Scottish fans in general, it, it does sound as though he, he's quite an attack-minded player, and I think his his career stats would back them up. I think he's he's weighed in with quite a few goals actually from right back, and I think um, he's probably one that could play if we choose to play sort of three at the back and and then wing backs. I think he'd probably be pretty comfortable in that sort of role. Um, and I think you look at the other side as well, and, and we know O'Malley could could definitely play that role, and and Thompson looks as though he can as well. So I think. That's something, given the strength of the the three centre backs. I'm sure that's something that will um, sort of crop up at, at some point this season. Um, we'll see. I mean, it, you've got to have all three centre backs fit to to play that. Um, but I think you know it, it is something that that we've tended to do in the past few years, and and I think there'll be occasions where that may happen. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think he's. Time will tell on it. I think. I think Matt's right. I think obviously he came down with a bit of injury record. Um, I don't think it's going to be anything too serious. I think it would probably 
just just felt something um, and more of a precaution than anything else. But I think, uh, but I think, yeah, he, he should be fine um, as long as he adapts to the game. Um, obviously, played a lot of games up in Scotland, experienced player, and and, and he should be fine. And I think, um, you know, given we were a little bit short in that position last season, obviously Hornshaw kind of played there a little bit, and it was kind of Hornshaw, Clark, and and Rowe kind of in that position. Um, we definitely needed sort of. A an experienced right back and, and someone that you know a recognised right back if you like and I think he, he gives us that. Um, but again, as Matt says, if he is injured and, and if he does miss a lot of the season, then you you back to Jay Rowe. Then I'm not 100 percent on on Rowe. I think he's actually better at centre back from from the games I've seen. Um, I know he could do a job on sort of the the odd occasion, but I wouldn't want him there consistently throughout the season. Um, and again, with Pew, I know Pew played there against Lincoln. I think he had a, a tough night. I think again, uh, a bit like Hornshaw, not his, you know, not his favourite position. I think if he was there for an, an amount of time, I think he would get found out a little bit. I think he's going to try and, and give hundred percent. I think you can see he's a really committed player. But you know, with these young lads, I think you've got to play them in their, their preferred position. Um, and, and we've not done that over the past couple of years. So, yeah, I think he's another one that, that potentially could slot in there if if desperate, but I wouldn't want to see him there for, you know, 10 games on the bounce, if you like. So it's one, again, an area where we're a little bit short. Although we've got players that can fill in there, um, I wouldn't be too keen on any of them playing sort of, a, um, you know, having to fill in for, for a big run of games. Um, so, yeah, hopefully he's fit. I think he, he should be fine um, and... Yeah, he, as Matt said, he's got the attributes. Kind of gets forward, um, sort of gets crosses into the box. And I think that's that's the way we're going to score this season. I think we're a big side. I think think Lofty's going to have a, a big job on his hands. Really, I think he's going to have to be, um, you know, when he when he gets the chances, he's going to have to stick them away. And and I think he did that really last season when he got the chances. He he did really well. So I think we need more of the same from him. Um, and and yeah, I think Matt's right. I think defensively we are looking okay. Um, I think it's it's the other end where we, we probably still need to strengthen. I think we, we're looking a bit short out wide, aren't we? Um, and, and up top. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens in the next few days. Well, one more then that we've got at the minute. Uh, midfielder again, Wigan. This one from two-year deal. It's Alex Perry. Uh, it's obviously Wigan slightly higher up, aren't they? Another league above. So another one sort of dropping down. Uh, most recent signing before, I guess, any loans come in. What, what do you make of this one? Difficult to say again because I've not seen a huge amount of him, but I think that um, you know another player with really good pedigree, young lad, um, kind of a lot to prove. He obviously impressed in his trial. Um, I think he's he's a ball playing midfielder, isn't he? And I think he he's kind of um, you know an, another one that it's, it's nice to see signing that type of player because it, it might suggest that we might have the ball on the ground at least ten minutes per match. So um, there is that, <clears throat> but you know on the face of it, again another good. Another good signing, seemingly. We've obviously given him a two-year deal, so we think we definitely think there's something there. Having said that, we gave Tarana a two-year deal as well, so um, that's not really much of a yardstick to measure um, players' quality by. But um, you know, I think he looks he looks good. He looks he looks tidy. He looks um, the sort of player you want to be signing, really. Um, you know, a ball player midfielder. So um, hopefully he'll he'll, um, he'll have a good season. And um, you know, it's 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 nice to see us kind of taking on 
in, in some respect, young, younger players on trial with, with a point to prove because it, it, sometimes it's a formula that really works, a kind of mix of, but obviously we do have some experienced players now at the club, which is, is really, really good, um, but a kind of mix of players who, who've got a little bit of a point to prove. And um, of course, there have been a lot of them without clubs this summer because of COVID. So, um, you know, it's it's sort of a, a buyer's market, if you like, um, and hopefully we, we've bought the right ones. Um, but obviously time will tell. But, um, you know, another one on the face of it, good positive signing, um, a little bit of quality about him. Um, so, um, you know, um, hopefully he'll have a good season. Yeah, I think he's going to be fine. I think um, at Wigan, he was playing quite regularly and then they brought Ojo in. Uh, I think Ojo kind of taking his place um, at the back end of last season or sort of um, second half of the season, if you like. Um, but yeah, from what I've seen, he, he looks like he wants to get on the ball. He looks like he wants to pass the ball. Um, and I think he's going to be the one um, that, that's coming short a little bit and, and picking the ball up from, for example, Davis, who I think he's going to want to pass it short to, to someone on the half turn. I think he's going to be that man to kind of um, pick the ball up and, and spread it and, and get things moving. Um, I thought the Lincoln game... He was maybe a little bit wasteful in possession. I think he got caught out a couple of times, but I think you could see he was trying, um, you know, to keep it on the floor and, and keep the ball moving. I think obviously Lincoln are, are a very good team, and I think um, you know a couple of players struggled a little bit on the night, and I, I think he was probably one of them. But um, I think that he, he played well uh, the whole game, and, and maybe maybe one of the others as well, the Burton game. So I think. Um, yeah, he's had a positive preseason. I think he's he's obviously played games at League One, so you know he's he's not kind of a young lad who's been thrown in at the deep end. I think he he knows what the league will will be about, um, and yeah, on on the face of it, I think he, he looks another decent signing. Um, and I think midfield, central midfield, I don't know. I think you probably want another one in there. Um, I, don't, I don't think we're um, sort of desperate but I think if if any one of those get injured then then again we are looking short but I think that's the way it's going to be really unfortunately this season um, given sort of the the budget and given the the embargo and kind of the restrictions that are on the club at the moment um, that's that's how it's going to be. Yeah you mentioned the embargo there I mean that's actually something that's come up I guess since we've last been on a podcast do you, do you want to just mention that just slightly? Yeah I mean it's I think it's something we we do need clarification on and um, Swan, when when he's been asked, he's not really gone into too many details about it, and I know I don't know if if clubs can. Um, it does sound as though you know they they kind of um, sort of small print of, of the embargo is kind of private, and and not many clubs have gone into much detail at all. So um, you know that's that's probably something that the the EFL have, have kind of said has to be the case. Um, but it, it would be nice to be given a little bit more because I think um, the, the, the fans are really in the dark about it. Um, you know, you look on the EFL website and it, it says certain things as in, you know, you, you can only sign players um, on one-year deals. Well, you know, we, we've been signing players on two-year deals. Um, and also <clears throat> players coming in on loan can only be six months. And obviously, Bilson came in on the season long. So, yeah, I think um, there's... Yeah, there's there's still questions to be answered on that. I think the main one really is is how long we are under these restrictions. Um, I know Swan has said that it's not really having an impact. We've basically been able to do what we were going to do anyway, regardless of, of the embargo, which is fine. But I think you probably... I think where it might hurt us a little bit is if we get to January, we need a little bit extra, whether it's, whether it's kind of 
needing to stay in the league or we need a little bit more experience or we need, we need something like we did last season. We were able to kind of manoeuvre and get the players in to, to just give us enough to, to survive. Um, this season, would we still have that room to manoeuvre? I, I don't know. It's, it's very difficult to kind of um, talk about it when, when we don't really need the details. But yeah, it's it's something we need a little bit more clarification on. Um, I, I, it's... Is it going to last this season? Is it going to? I don't know. Who who knows? And, and I think they're kind of the key points, really. I mean, if it's is it till the loans paid back? <clears throat> I don't know. Um, so it's obviously something that it's not ideal, and and it kind of does make things a little bit more difficult. Um, I know there's, there's not that many clubs that took the loan in the first place, probably with with this in mind. Um, so I think you know, I think questions probably need to be asked on whether we needed to take it and and sort of how long it kind of affects us for. Well, I think that's probably something we can uh, bring up on Friday, can't we? Because obviously if you've not seen, we are interviewing Peter Swan uh, live on this podcast on Friday coming up uh, the day before the season starts. So do tune into that. If you've got some questions, do send them in as well. Uh, so we've gone through the players that we've signed. We've um, also alluded to who think where we need to strengthen still. Uh, we're not going to do the games in any detail, but we've played all the preseason games now, haven't we? So, what do we? What do you think generally? The sort of I don't know the preparation's been like from what we've seen. Obviously, we've, there's been a couple of wins in there. Uh, I didn't get to the whole game; it was a defeat, but apparently, you know, pretty decent performance. I was at Lincoln; they looked they looked really, really good. I mean, we were completely outclassed that night. But generally, and we obviously we beat uh, Wimbledon uh, most weekend this weekend just gone, haven't we? So. You know, you've got to look at these results on the face of it and say it's been, you know, semi-decent pre-season this time around, hasn't it? Yeah, I, I think so. <clears throat> um, I'm, you know, I, I think relatively pleased with the way it's gone. You know, cautiously optimistic, sort of. Um, I think we're still, we're still, as I said, we're still short. <clears throat> maybe um, two or three players in, in in pretty key positions, and I'm still kind of a little bit worried of, of where the goals are going to come from. But at the same time, I don't think we'll, we'll concede anywhere as near as many goals as we did last season. So I'm, I'm a little bit less worried just because the defence looks pretty solid. Um, <clears throat> but I think that we, we said, didn't we, it's, it's, it's a huge summer for the club. It, it, it really, really is. And, and it has been a pretty big summer. And I think that we've signed, we've signed eight, eight players now. And obviously, of course, we, we shipped out, um, you know, a hell of a lot of players. Um, so it's been a massive overhaul. Um, you know, and, and the team's going to look completely unrecognisable to to, it did like, to to how it did last season, um, which is is what had to happen, and I think that's what we called for. Really, um, we called for um, a new goalkeeper. We, we we really really didn't think it would be a good idea to start again um, a season with, with Watson as number one. The, the club has addressed that as well, um, and they've brought players in in key positions. They, they've they've more importantly than anything else, I think that they brought experience into the team something that we didn't start with last season. Uh, and I think that that has been kind of the most pleasing thing, really. Um, obviously, with Davis and with Kenyon as well, probably a little bit of experience um, at right back now as well. Um, and obviously, the, there's, there's a little bit of retained experience there because, of course, Taft's, um, you know, an experienced centre-back, obviously a really good centre-back as well, but he's, he's got some experience and, and some of the players with some experience carried over from last year and of course Bun as well so um, you know it, you cannot say it's a team without experience because it, it definitely does have that now and there's a nice little blend of youth in there as well and um, which is always good to see and the best teams they, they do that they obviously they have experience and blend it with youth um, and quality I'm not saying that's what we're going to be next season but 
Um, it, it's nice to see that the, these kind of core problems have, have been addressed by the club and um, by the manager. And um, so, you know, not as worried as I was at the end of last season. However, having said that, I still think it's going to be a long season and, and I still think that we're going to struggle to score many goals, um, even have shots on target. And that is is my biggest concern, really. Um, but it, at the same time, it doesn't mean to say we're going to get relegated because as, as long as we're not conceding as many, I think we should be OK. But as I said, you know, we're probably still two, three players away um, from where we need to be. And I think one of those has to be a winger. Um, one of those has to be a striker um, um, out of absolute necessity, really. But, you know, on the whole, um, I'd say maybe 6.5, 7 out of 10, um, if I was going to give the club a rating out of 10 for the summer, because they, they definitely needed to step up and address a lot of the, the things that needed looking at. And they, fair play to them, they have done that for the most part. Um, so we're almost there, but not quite. And I still think there's a little bit of work to do. And I think that the club knows that as well. And I think that, um, you know, before the window ends, you can probably expect to see at least two more players come in and, and maybe a couple moved on as well. Um, so we'll have to see. But, um, you know, time is is running out. Um, of course, it's it's Monday today, isn't it? So, um, and the first game on Saturday. So we'll see how we get on. But I think that, you know, a little bit more comfortable than I was before, but um, we'll see how we get on, yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. I'm still a little bit concerned with with kind of where we're at. Um, obviously, as you, as you mentioned there, Matt, there's a massive amount of players, but it's 17, 18 players that, that mm. left, and obviously only 18. So <clears throat> we have trimmed um, quite extensively. Um, and I, I do still think we're sort of three or four players short of um, having enough to kind of last the season. Um I know I've got a bit of stick this week. People saying you know, after comments after the Lincoln game that I was negative, but I've not really seen much that night. I know Lincoln were a very good side, and we're not going to come up with come up against teams of of that quality every week. Um, but yeah, I think we're still some distance away of you know having a team that that are capable of kind of. Not kicking on as such. I, I mean, I'd be I'd be happy with avoiding the drop again at, at the moment with this team. And I think you know that's that's a realistic aim with with the players we've got available. Um, it'd be interesting to see kind of where where Cox thinks we we could get with with this team. I think um, you know I think it's <clears throat> it's important that it looks as though he's had a massive say in the signings um, and he's. He's brought in players who he believes have kind of got the right uh, character more than anything, because as as we've said, that's been a, a big problem in previous seasons. So I think we're one step ahead of last summer already in that regard. That that the manager has been able to choose his own players, um, and you know his players he he's kind of um, either known for for a long time with Davis. Obviously, they, they've kind of known each other, um, and his players he kind of trusts as well. I think, and that's kind of what we need moving forward. But I do still think, it, as, as Matt said there, I think it's still going to be a long season. I think you can get carried away. Obviously, we've had some decent results in pre-season, but you can get carried away. You know, the Robins uh, season, when he had the, the full season in charge, we had a great pre-season. And then I think, you know, we didn't win for the first couple of months, but we only won a couple of games. So, um, you know, I think there's, you've got to take pre-season with a pinch of salt. I think the, the key thing is we look at quite organised, we look like we're going to be sort of um, up for a fight, really, and, and up for the battle, which is kind of, um, you know, that's that's half the battle, really, isn't it? If, if um, the players are putting the shift in. Um, and I think, really, that's all that's all we can ask for from the players. Um, but I do think we're still going to need some help um, along the way. And, you know, as Matt said, their strikers really important. I think, you know, if you 
we know Loft can can score, and I think he, he is really underrated by the fans. Um, and you'd, you'd hope he could chip in with sort of 10, 15 goals at, at best. I, I can't see him getting any more than 15, but, you know, he, if he got 10 to 15, I think that'd be a good return for him. Um, but, you know, he, he can't do it all himself. And, and O'Neill's kind of untested. We don't know what he's going to be like. Um, Jarvis remains to be seen whether whether he will be here or not. Obviously not not turned out in pre-season. Um, so, yeah, yeah, we definitely need to add some more to it. <clears throat> but I do think looking at some of the other sides as well. Um, th- there's going to be teams that are, that are struggling again. Um, and, you know, I think the main aim, the first aim really is is to, to kind of avoid the drop and then see what we can do and, and push on from there. Um, but yeah, I, I do think it's going to still be a long season. And, and as I say, I don't think that's negative. I just think that's realistic with sort of the players we've got available. Um, and the fact that, you know, we, we're definitely going to get injuries. We, we get injuries every season. Um we know that's going to happen and, and are we prepared for those injuries in, in certain areas of the pitch? I, I don't think we are at the moment. So, yeah, it's, it's a big sort of couple of weeks until the transfer window shuts. Um, if we can get a few more bodies in, sort of on loan, um, that, that's going to really help. Um, but they've got to be of a certain standard as well because obviously recent seasons we've maybe not utilised the loan market as, as well as we have done in the past. I think <clears throat> you think back and obviously when... when Early on, obviously, we, we've had Tony, we've had Yates, we've had we've had some good players on loan, but I think just of late, um, sort of the, the quality has, has maybe dropped off a little bit. So I think we, we do need to try and find some gems. Um, and if we do that, then then you never know. But I think, yeah, first and foremost, let, let's get safe and then and then see where we go from there. I mean, my only my only the thing is is to add to that is is that you know um, pretty much every bookie in the country has, has got us. As favourites to be relegated this season, and I think that's for the most part justified, just because of the way we finished last season, and and that's generally what they do, isn't it? The, the team that didn't get rele- relegated will probably be favourites next season to to go down, and I think that's probably what they've worked on. But I still I still think that having said that, we are obviously probably going to be one of the teams that is going to be there or thereabouts near the bottom of the table, unfortunately. Um, but hopefully that won't happen, um, but we'll have to see. But, you know, as, as you said, Matt, and I kind of alluded to earlier in the episode, that really we are only one or two injuries away from being in a really, really bad place and that there's, there's no real depth in the squad and that is somewhat concerning. Um, so hopefully that will be addressed before um, the end of the transfer window, um, but we'll have to see. Right, I think we'll uh, leave that one there this time, I think. Uh, So we've got, as I mentioned, Peter Swan on the podcast on Friday night. I think we're going live at seven o'clock. So tune in for that, send us your questions in. Uh, And then, of course, we'll be back, uh, I assume, on probably Sunday night, won't we? Uh, Given that season starts off and it'll be our fourth series doing this podcast. So, you know, doing it quite a while now. Uh, But we'll be here for next season as well. Thank you very much for listening to this and we'll see you on the next one.